Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Gray Thornton is the president and CEO of the Wild Sheep Foundation. Gray's been on this podcast before, but today is a very controversial discussion with Gray. The Wild Sheep Foundation board of directors came out with a policy that was that the Wild Sheep Foundation in its shows, in its banquets, in its films, in social media, video content will no longer show any kill shots, nor will they show people saying, oh, you smoked it, you dumped it, etc, etc, etc. And so naturally, you can understand both sides of the equation, and I've been tagged and touched and communicated with, what do you think about this from both the why are we sanitizing hunting to this is the best thing that someone can do. So I wanted to go to the chief. I wanted to go to the CEO, to Gray, and say, hey, why'd you do this? So I hope this podcast makes you really think. Take a step back. Leave us a review. Leave us a rating. Share it with your friends. But most importantly, Think. Think about this decision. I lay out both sides of the, the, the question, the, the argument to Gray. And so at the end of the day, you make up your mind. What do you think? Good decision? Bad decision? So there's a reason why I started Blood Origins. And that reason is simple is that I wanted to convey the truth about hunting. It brings awareness to, to non-hunters that it's, it's more than just killing animals. How do I start it? Brittany. My name, my name. is... Does my hair look okay? It's fantastic. My name is Mike Axelrod. Start again. Yeah, I hated it too. <laughs> Braxton, you said something in the car to me. You said that you were living on borrowed time. Hmm. There's a perception around who hunters are, what we're supposed to be, and a 
a feminist that works for a non-profit that is a hunter that has only eaten wild game for the last 20 years is likely not the thing that people think about when it comes to a hunter. My man, you doing good? Hey, Robbie, doing great. That's awesome. That's awesome. You got a little podcast studio. Is this in the house or is this in the office? Yeah, we. Uh, no, this is this is in the uh, in the office. I've been working on it for the last couple of weeks. I came in one Sunday night and painted it. I ordered uh, I ordered acoustic panels and I just hung those up uh, Monday or Tuesday, I guess it was. Yeah, so we're getting there. We're uh, we're getting there. I've got a put... little sure microphone there. I see, same yeah, as mine. I, I've got to uh, I've got to get some drapery on the windows. I think that'll help with the acoustics. I I did some shopping at Costco and I got uh, <laughs> I got area rugs, but it's this is you know it, it could be better. So we we've got Robbie. We got stained concrete floors in in our headquarters. So. You can imagine what that does. So I, I sure. think uh, I think a little wall-to-wall shag carpeting. We could go back to the '70s a bit, and we'll be uh, we'll be spot on. Yep. Well, Gray Thornton, welcome to the Blood Origins podcast. You've been on before. You are a yep. repeat guest. Well, I'm honored. Um, the last time wasn't as controversial as this one, maybe. No, probably not. <laughs> Uh, for those who don't know who Gray Thornton is, uh, introduce yourself, who you are, what you do. Uh, Ravi, I'm uh, I'm the president and CEO of the Wild Sheep Foundation. Have been so for about 16 years now. Prior to that, was the executive director of Dallas Safari Club for 11 years. And then uh, I was also with Safari Club International as their they're initially their chapter development coordinator, then chapter and membership manager, and then I did a stint uh, stint as their uh, their acting uh, executive director back uh, way back in the uh, the nineties. So so it's been it's around the a, industry a, a wee bit. Yeah, I was going to say it's not a far stretch of the imagination to say you've been in the industry for a little bit. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I anybody that's been in the industry longer than you. Uh, um. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure, you know, and it's interesting, though, it, I mean, geez, I'm really feeling aged, you know, <laughs> um, and, you know and, you, and, and it's so funny, you, you, you'll look back at some old magazines or something, and good, good gosh, I had black hair, um, you know, oh, well, you know, times, and now I got hearing aids and glasses, and, you know, it, it's just, but it's it, you know it's still a good thing to be looking at the grass from the green side down and not the brown side up. So I'll take it uh, take it as it goes. Well, look before I say before we dive in the topic and anything we say, I I cannot sing your praises any higher because of this. We are a very small nonprofit doing what we can with small budgets. You know, hopefully amplifying the message of of hunting and narrative around the world, and we had our fundraising event that you heard about very late, and you were like, uh, "Hey, we, you know, can we get a table?" I was like, "Man, of course. I'm obviously you've been in the banquet space for a long, long time. You know what position I'm in. It's the first banquet I've ever done, and you're like, "Man, I can't make it. I can't build the table. But how about I send you five grand?" And I was like. Jeez, and you couched it in a question, which obviously was a rhetorical question, because I would <laughs> never said no. But it was just amazing, dude. The fact that you just like, like, hey, can I, can I help? 
And then you were like, look, we're down for a table next year. Count us in. We're in. It was amazing. I cannot, from the bottom of my heart, Great Thorn, I cannot say thank you enough. Well, Robbie, an absolute pleasure. And I, you know, I, I love, uh, I love what you do. And sorry about that. Let me kill this. Uh, thought I'd kill your that. email. Um, you know, I love, I love what you do. I love the voice that you carry and, and you, you know, you cast such a, such a, a long and important shadow. Um, and, and as, as, you know, we get into this topic that we're going to be getting into, you know, and it's, and it's honestly, I could argue it both ways. Um, you know, it's, it's voices that we need to hear and, and, and you've taken a different tact, uh, one I applaud. And so knowing that you were going to try something a little different, uh, with your, your conservation banquet. And, and again, it was, it was too late for me to get, get the table put together. So at least we hosted a very nice welcoming cocktail for, uh, and for it your was guests. Delicious. So, it was yes, delicious. Yes, the, it was uh, really the good. blood orange mule. I, I, That's I right. love it. That's <laughs> right. And I, I owe you pictures and comment and whatnot, and it's coming. I promise. Yeah, sounds good. For social media. Sounds so, good. The topic of the day is this. I receive your Wild Sheep Foundation emails. And in the email, there was a directive that was taken. And maybe directive is the wrong word. A position that was taken mm. by the board of directors of the Wild Sheep Foundation. And to not be overly simplistic with it, the, 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 the decision was that through Wild Sheep Foundations, and correct me here if I'm wrong at all, through your social media avenues uh, and the films that you are behind, as well as the films that you will show at convention, mm -hmm. you no longer will show films or put anything on your social media that has a kill shot associated with it. Mm -hmm. And or any sort of language like inflammatory language around the kill shot. I dumped it. Uh, I smoked it. I, you know, whatever. Yeah. And, and this is going to be a, a, no doubt, Robbie, a, a challenge. And, and it's, and it's, it's actually been a long time coming as, as well. And, and so let me give you some context. Um, you know, while she foundation will still, you know, we, we're, you know, we're a hunting organization. Let's, you know, let's right. just get that, you know, we're, we're a conservation organization, but you know, nine, nine out of 10 people involved in the wild sheep foundation are hunters proudly. So, um, how this came about and, and you and I have seen it, um, you know, there's good kill shots and then there's bad kill shots. There's, you know, quick, um, you know, uh, for the, for the most part, uh, you know, a, a one shot kill immediate death. And that's of course what, you know, we as hunters always strive for doesn't happen that way all the time. We know that it's part of the deal. Uh, but then there's real bad kill shots and, and that's the, you know, I, I look back, you know, back when I was at SCI and I was. I, I drew the black bean and, and I went to the Eastern Sports and Outdoor Show. It's now the NRA 
show there in Harrisburg. But I, you know, this is the early '90s, and I and Robbie, I, I go to that show alone. It's a ten-day show, and back when I mm-hmm. was there, it was ten till ten, so ten a.m. to ten p.m. Wow, ten for days. ten days. And I did it alone, and I tell you what, by the time the thing was over, you were you just you know you, you didn't want to see another person. But I, my booth that I was representing Safari Club International at the time, my booth was across from a a, a guy that was a bear hunter, and the video he was playing was a uh, brown bear, uh, you know, alongside a river. Uh, the shot, multiple shots were taken, but, you know, the shot was taken and this bear fell into the river and, you know, kind of flopping and, and doing its thing as it was in its death throes. Uh, but it was a long death throw. And, and then as, you know, you watch this film and this scene went on, it, it seemed like hours, but, you know, it was probably minutes, two, three, four minutes long, you, you, Robbie, you, you just watched the river turn red with blood. And I'm, you know, you know, for 10 days, I had to watch this video and, you know, Hey, look, I'm again, I'm a hunter. I know what I, I, you know, I know what, what happens. Um, but if that was the image that we are portraying, uh, it was not a good one. And so, you know, that, that, that kind of, you know, I guess sets the context. That's a bad kill shot. Um, you know, we are a, a, a wild sheep conservation and hunting organization. And there's no doubt that when you see a doll sheep, you know, the white sheep of Alaska, you know, very far northwestern BC, Yukon, Northwest Territories, white fur, white fur, red blood is not the prettiest of things. Um, and so interesting enough, you know, if you look at most photos that are in a magazine, um, what do we do? We doctor that up a little bit. You know, we do, we do a little Photoshopping, you know, especially if, a you know, you shoot a ram and it tumbles down the hill and it's just this, you know, a, a red bloody mess. Uh, certainly not the image that you want either hanging on your wall, you know, from a photograph standpoint, uh, you know, or, or publicize in, in a, in a, in a magazine or on social media or in some medium that the, the majority of people will see it. And so what do we do? Well, we Photoshop it out. So I guess in, in some ways, you know, the, the cleaning up the blood on a, on a still is almost like eliminating the kill shot on a video. I know I'm stretching this a little bit, but the idea was, and this has happened a number of times at our, at our convention, you know, we're, I'm sitting there at, at, at the you know, president's table and I've got guests from the industry and, and trust me, they're all hunters. Yeah. And we have videos that are playing, Robbie, that, um, you know, some are, you know, some great kill shots and, you know, hey, look, that's a money shot. And I get it. I, you know, I love that too. It's a culmination of the hunt. But then there's some of them that are, you know, it, it's, it's, it's like what we used to call hunting porn. And it's just, you know, tipping over, I was tipping over after tipping over after tipping over. And I've watched guests at my table who are industry people, uh, you know, CEOs of other organizations, and they, they kind of cringe. It's like, yeah. you know, oh. So, you know, we, we took that, uh, uh, you know, to heart. Um, I've had a number of complaints over the years by several board members. And, and you know, as I said earlier in this program, I've argued this this issue or this policy on both sides. Um, but we finally thought, you know, 
uh, and we can get into it deeply. But, you know, if we're going to be a leader and, you know, we want to uh, appeal to a majority of the people, hunters, non-hunters alike, um, why don't we set the stage that there is another way to do this? And, you know, we all know that, um, you know, death is a culmination of, of a hunt. Um, but is there, is there another way to portray that that um, is just a little bit more tasteful? And, and, the, and the fact of the matter is it really got down, Robbie, to, you know, do you have a good kill shot or a bad kill shot? And then that's subjective. And how do you, so we finally said, you know, why don't we just eliminate them all? Now, does this mean that there's not going to be some kill shot shown on some platform that Wild Chief Foundation has? No. What it really is, is, you know, on our evening banquets, on videos that we are going to sponsor, and, and we, we just uh, recently we sponsored over the past couple of years, and it was, it was released this year, uh, Jason Matzinger's Selective, talking about trophy hunting. Um, we eliminated the kill shot on that. We asked him to do so. And, and I sat with Jason quite a bit and he's in the industry. He's a good guy, great filmmaker, uh, exceptional hunter. And he made his argument on, you know, his TV shows on what is necessary. And I get it. Uh, but I said, you know, I bet you there's a way you can do it, Jason, on this film. And he did. And we focused on the hunters. We focused on the emotion. Uh, and then there was a very respectful walking up to the animal and reverence for the animal. So <laughs> that's a broad stroke of the the idea. Whether whether we are going to be able to implement this properly, are we getting some flack? A little bit, but um, I th I think I think we're on the right track. Well, let you me know, pose a couple of questions, and I'll yeah, pose sure. questions from both sides. Yeah, good. Because when this came out, I reached out to a couple of people, and just like you just talked about, I got mixed opinion. Okay. Mixed feelings on both sides. So I'll start with a couple of statements and maybe there'll be statements versus questions. I'd like, you know, your response to them. The first is the classic. Why are we afraid of showing what we do? Uh -huh. We are sanitizing this thing that is hunting, which is killing. Response? Yeah, I think that's an exceptional question. And, and I would argue that you know, in, in, a, in a couple of ways, and I'll, and I'll touch on both of them. Um, I don't, you know, it, it kind of gets back to that, why, then why would we, why do we clean up, why do we clean up the, the blood off of a doll sheep? And, you know, you, you have African origins and you and I chatted about this, you know, I'm, I'm shoot. I, I at one point I thought I was half, half Southern African. I've you know, been to Southern <laughs> Africa 40, 32, 34 times now. Um, and I used to marvel of, you know, how, when I'd shoot a deer, I'd get the picture and the legs are splayed out all over the place and the tongue was probably hanging out. And I, you know, I'm holding up the, the antlers right behind it, blocking everything. And then I go to southern africa south africa first 1991 and i and i watch how the phs and the trackers you know they organized that animal into a pose they cleaned up the blood 
they took dirt and you know dirty dirtied up the 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 impact uh, you know the the entrance wound um in europe you know they'll they'll put you know they'll put the last meal in its mouth yeah and um i i marveled i go wow you know they're they're actually posing this animal and, and it created a very beautiful image so so there's imagery that we have done um and so that, you know, that argument that, well, are we sanitizing it? Yeah, I guess we are. And I guess I look at another industry, you know, the, the, you know, I'm a, I'm a, a meat eater, you know, without, without, without question. I love my wild game. I love my fowl. I love my fish. I love my beef. Um, and can you imagine the, the beef industry instead of, you know, we had that ad campaign that was so successful and beef, it's what for dinner. What yeah. did they show? You know, they showed, you know, a beautiful T-bone or a beautiful ribeye grilling on, a, on an open flame. That was the imagery you got for the beef industry. Beef, it's what for dinner. You didn't see, um, you know, a guy in an arbitoire putting a bolt gun into a cow's head and tipping it over. And then beef, that's, you know, that, that's what's for dinner. So, you know, I, I think there's parallels in, in, in many um, areas that, you know, it, it's kind of the, the, the message that, that we're giving. And, and here's kind of my final on that one, Robbie. You know, you and I have known each other for a long time. We've both been in this, in this game for a long time. You know, also back Back in the uh, the early '90s, I, I I flew to Melbourne, Australia, and I was asked to prevent a paper. And this I think was '92, '93, and I and I did a paper on, and I called it "Hunting 2000." And the whole idea was, you know, the the U.S. had just gone through a rather uh, rancor uh, election. Um, we we had. Uh, you know, we had a we had a, a president that was elected that uh, had very poor favorable ratings against the incumbent that uh, that had huge favorable ratings at the time. Um, and I marveled over the the impact of public opinion and the impact, quite frankly, of Madison Avenue. And I part kind of the argument of this paper was. You know, if we want to change the hearts and minds of, of the non-hunting majority, not the anti-hunters, we're not going to change them, they're not going to change us. But that, that non-hunting majority, if we're going to change those heart and minds, we need, to, we need to get out of our space and go to those people that can elect prime ministers and presidents. Now, you know, for 33 years, I've been making somewhat of that argument, and I've been involved in organizations, you know, whether they're, you know, whether SEI Dallas or, or Wild Sheep or other organizations that I've gotten involved in to try to win the hearts and minds of that non-hunting majority. And one of the campaigns that I always thought we should have is kind of like the beef, it's what for dinner, or or the recreational fishing and boating uh, groups that, you know, came out with the Take Me Fishing, you know, great, great ad campaign. And I always thought, you know, we should come out with this major ad campaign that goes out to the general public and shows them that hunters are good people. And it was only of late that I realized, you know what, we actually do have an ad campaign. And, and it started, you know, in earnest 15, 20 years ago, and it's called Outdoor Media. 
um, and it's outdoor television. It wasn't, you know, American Sportsman anymore or Mutual of Omaha Wild Kingdom. It was hunting shows on TV and, and, um, and broad-based, and, it, it, and that has been very good, and it's also had a negative. And now we have streaming TV and YouTube, and any one of us, good or bad, can put content up. And the, the point I'm trying to make, Robbie, is that that is the image. We do have an ad campaign. And when there is content out there of a guy shooting an elk at 700 yards and turning around and doing a jig to his cameraman, and the elk is flopping out there a little bit, and then he talks to his cameraman and he goes, hey, tell me if he gets back up and I'll shoot him again. And that is content that we're putting out for everyone to see. My argument would be that we're really portraying hunting in a negative light. And so, um, you know, I, 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 I don't think we're sanitizing anything. We're just actually, you know, showing hunting for what we claim it is to be. And that is, you know, the experience, the family, the camaraderie, the campfires, you know, the essence of hunting, and the kill is just part of it. What do we do often in these shows? We emphasize the kill. So if we're saying that, no, the hunt is so much more than the kill, but then all we do is emphasize the kill, I think we're missing a message there. Yeah, and I think to the counter, so I started pretty much like on the left, so here's the next phrase and comment that's on the right, which is hunting if you are successful is the result is killing something mm -hmm. everyone knows it mm -hmm. so why do we need to show it yeah you know it's funny we and i did a podcast on our sheep fever podcast with this with this gentleman and and a guy named don prince and he started filming hunts in the late 60s and early 70s. And he's got some great, you know, great footage. And, and Robbie, he's doing it with a wind-up 16-millimeter camera. And his, his grandson took these films and he put them, on, put them on a DVD. And I was, you know, he, he sent it to me and I was watching these. And, you know, they're just, it's, it's great because there's, you know, there's some African uh, hunts. He, he, he did a hunt in Kenya just before Kenya closes closed. Uh, he had some great sheep hunts, um, some fishing trips, but, you know, I, I was focused in on the, the Africa and the, and the sheep hunts. And it was really interesting because if you look back on those, you know, kind of the early American sportsmen or, or in this case, this adventure wild film that Don Prince uh, and his buddy filmed in the late 60s, early 70s, um, you know, they typically, you know, they showed the guy taking the shot. And it was so funny because they would they would always, you know, they must be replaying it, but they always really accented the recoil. You know, it was like a 270 recoiled like a 458, you know, and the big bang. And often you didn't, you didn't see an impact shot. And they would then walk up to the fallen game. And, you know, then that was, hey, you know, an animal died. Of course it did. I mean, this is what we're doing. We're hunting, you know, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're doing it for a whole variety of reasons, which is another part. But, you know, that is the culmination of a quote unquote successful hunt. But you didn't see the money shot. You didn't see the impact. And I, and I'm sitting there marveling watching this and we're, 
Robbie, you know, the, the board voted on this and made this policy June 13th, so several months ago. Um, and I'm, I'm watching, you know, I'm watching this knowing that the board is going to be, um, you know, arguing about this and, you know, deciding on this policy. And I think I was watching this in May. And, you know, it struck me. I go, you know, um, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing the hunt. Um, I see the fallen game and it's, you know, Hey, that's great. But I'm, I'm, I'm not seeing the impact shot and I wasn't missing anything. And, and on the one hand, I thought, you know, maybe that was just how they did films back then. And I think the truth of the matter is, you know, we had a little wind up 16 millimeter film with a, you know, a, a teeny 30 millimeter lens and they couldn't get in the close up that we can now do with a, you know, a 200 some odd millimeter lens and the like, but it, mm-hmm. but it was really interesting because I didn't miss anything. Now, let me tell you, I, you know, and this is why I think I could argue both sides. There is no doubt, and you go to a Wild Sheep Foundation banquet, and we're showing some, you know, some good footage, and especially if it's, you know, if it's a challenging hunt, and, you know, uh, maybe, maybe a young gal or a wounded warrior, and, you know, or something that emotionally you're just pulling for this hunter. And they make the shot and you see the impact. Uh, let me tell you, our crowd erupts in applause. Goes crazy. You know, it, and, and that's the truth. But it's a hunting crowd. Yes. It yes. is an audience design. That is why, you know, when you talk about our ad campaign in outdoor media, outdoor channel, sportsman's channel, outdoor media is not built for non-hunters. Right. It was built for hunters. Right. It was built for the business of hunting. And the business of hunting is killing. You kill, you get more business. Yeah. You get more likes, you get more follows, you get more engagement, you make more money. So our, our view, and, 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 you know, and I've got some, you know, we've got some emails, um, obviously on the negative in this and, and, you know, and I get it and I, and I really do respect, you know, our members that are saying, but, you know, and this is basically their thing. They're, you know, Hey, we're, we're caving to the anti-hunter. Right. And, you know, I don't see it that way. Um, we're not caving to a minority. In my view, we're appealing to a majority. And, you know, we're, we're, we are being demonstrative in our imagery of the same statements that we make verbally, that we're first and foremost conservationists. You know, our, our, our purpose is to put and keep wild sheep on the mountain. It's not to take them off, although we certainly do. And the wild sheep economy, because of it, is why we have wild sheep. So, you know, I guess, again, I, I would make the argument that, um, you know, we're, we're, I think we're just showing imagery that is, again, respectful to the animal, uh, portrays the essence of the hunt. Uh, portrays the camaraderie, portrays the, you know, the excitement from the hunter's standpoint, not necessarily two seconds of death or five seconds of death of the animal. Walk up to the animal, reverence to the animal, the animal's dead, render the animal down to food, pack it out. That's great. You know, that, that's fine. The only thing that we're, we're going to move away from is, is, that, is that money shot and just saying that, yeah. And, and again, in some films, it's absolutely 
additive to it because it's a culmination. And you go, yes, what a great shot and well done and the animal's down. It's, it's really the, as, as sadly, I guess, as laws and policies are often built, is they're built on the bad side, not the good side. Yeah, so, so, that's what, so that was the, the, I would say those, those two or three things that I've said, those are some of the arguments that I heard through my, my circles, my avenues, the people I engage. But the biggest one is, and, and there's not just, it, it's, it's something that happens in every part of society. And here was the response. Why did they have to do a blanket? Why couldn't they have just done a case-by-case basis? Great question. And, and the case-by-case basis uh, was what we had in the past. We, we've, had, we've had film and video uh, guidelines. Um, and, it, and the proof's going to be in the pudding, Robbie, on how we, we, you know, we, um, we implement this. And, you know, the, the answer that I, I would give is that challenge we were having in the gray area. You know, what is, what is good and what is, you know, what's a good kill shot? What's a bad kill shot? Um, very interesting. And, you know, and this, this came up. This was, this was 2017, I think, convention. Um, and 2017, 2018, maybe, no, 2018, 2018 convention. And uh, one of our very fine sponsors and a great, great, uh, great products uh, did a pretty edgy, you know, I'm dating myself if I say Gen X, but, you know, <laughs> you know pretty, you know, pretty edgy film. Um, you know, it had a, it had a, a lot of, you know, a lot of game tipping over. It was to, you know, basically the, you know, the soundtrack was, was not what you typically think of a hunting film. It would be what a basketball team does, you know, plays gotcha. as they run out onto the court. Yep. Uh, and then the last image was the last bit of the pack out on this elk and the guy took a beer can, you know, beer and popped it open on the uh, brow time of the elk and then, and then took a swag. And I had some board members horrified that we had played this. And I'm surprised you even played. Well, and you know, and it's funny, Robbie, and this is where, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll probably lose everyone because they go, geez, you're all over the map here, Gray. But, um, you know, we got, it was a Wednesday night sponsor. We got the, the, you know, a thumb drive minutes before we go live. And it's like, okay, I got, you know, hey, sorry, we're late. You know, here it is. I get it to no, my. And, and look, and, and it's a sponsor. They've given you a, a shit ton of money. No You're kidding. almost just like. Yeah. You know, oh, hey. it's So we, you know, we play it. And I, in all honesty, you know, I'm, this is grand opening of the, you know, the, the event. My head is the thousand yard stare. 100%. I'm getting ready to get you. Know, I never watched it. Yeah. And so, you know, I get all these complaints that night. You know, I can't believe, Gray, you played that video, blah, 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 blah. And so I go, well, I guess I'll have to watch it. Well, I watched it after the show. And I looked at it. I go, oh, this is a freaking cool video. <laughs> you know, this, is, this is really cool. Uh... And, and so I played it for our board. We had a board meeting up in Calgary. And I played it for the board, and they said, "Would you seen this now? Would you would you have played that 
you know, months back. And I said, yes, I would have. I think it's a cool, edgy video. Um, and I guess I've softened a little bit from the, you know, from 2018, yeah. but you know, the, 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 you know, the, the kill shots were not, you know, a, a, a doll sheep tumbling down a mountain for, you know, for 20 seconds or, you know, I mean, they were boom, you know, there were some pig hmm. shots, there were some whitetail shots or, you know, uh, uh, there was a, a bow shot on a, on a, uh, on a, uh, a doll sheep and it was, you know, great bow shot. And, you know, we know what happens on an arrow. It runs away, tipped over. Um, but you know, the thing that was so funny is they were, they were really ticked off about the beer on the, on the time. And, you, you know, I guess I was, I was threading a needle here, Robbie, but it, but it was like, well, you know, actually, uh, you know, now it's, it's a caped out skull and a rack and uh, it's not like you had an animal on the ground and it's dead and you pop the, you know, you popped open the beer, um, on a tine while it's, you know, still, you know, still warm, you know, my point is, oh, so the that's, shot was, that's the shot that was, uh, spectrum. Mm. What is good and what is bad? And, you know, here I could argue back in 2018 that, no, this was okay. It was edgy and it, and to the crowd it was playing to, they loved it. Okay. Would we do but that now? That's the now? key thing, though, Gray. That's the key thing. Right. And here's the other, the last thing I'll say that I received was, Wild Sheep Foundation is a hunting organization. <laughs> your audience, 99% of your audience are hunters. So why would you have to make a decision about a thing that all hunters know happens? Why remove it? Which, which is another, uh, another good question. And interesting enough, yes, I would say we're 99% hunters. And thus far, Robbie, I would say 99% of the response has been positive. That, wow. Yeah, good. And also, yeah. here's the other thing. Sorry, I forgot one more thing. Mm. And for the majority, these films are played at a banquet mm. that are probably 99%, 0.9% attended by hunters. Right. And and again, interesting enough, you know, the initial feedback we got was, hey, well done. Uh, I think this is a good move. And these are by Hunter. Yeah, no, well done. Um, you know, one guy came up to me and he's a, he's a retired Forest Service uh, biologist, uh, a hugely accomplished white-tailed deer hunter. And he says, hey, I love seeing this. He says, you know, I get it. I can watch the films in my, you know, in my home. I, you know, so, and again, it, you know, there's a spectrum here and I hate to use that term, but you know, it's a sliding scale. I mean, there's, ah, fine. There's a, you know, a young gal made a great shot on a sheep and that's fine. And everyone applauds. A wounded warrior makes a hell of a shot on a mountain goat and everyone, applauds. and I do too, you know, and it's, you know, well done. And then there's the, you know, the hunting porn of tip over, tip over, tip over, tip over, tip over. And it's like, whoa. Um, and I'll, I'll never forget, and this is kind of interesting, and I guess this is somewhat of this transformation, um, and may God, you know, God bless his, his soul. I know he's in, in heaven. A guy named Ron Carey, 
um, Ron Carey, uh, unbelievably accomplished sheep hunter, uh, Canadian from Alberta, um, very, very successful businessman from, you know, selling bits of, you know, uh, drilling bits out of his out of his car to building building a very successful drilling bit company for the the oil and gas industry, hunted China more than probably any Westerner uh, other than his good friend and a great guy Bob Logan has done, and you know we were we were showing imagery on our side screens during the evenings and you know there was dead sheep live sheep you know but you know, quite a quite a few you know pictures of dead sheep and and Ron came up to me he goes you know Gray you know you know me as a hunter. I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a, as, as much as a killer if you can get one. Um, but you know, I'd rather see live sheep when I'm eating dinner. Well, that's interesting. He goes, yeah, I, 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 I want to, you know, yeah, I'm going to buy a hunt and I know what I do in the hunt, but what I want to do is I want to see a bunch of live sheep. Okay. So, you know, Robbie, it, it, it's, it, this has been kind of a, you know, it's, it's been a, a thought been, experiment. It it really has been very interesting. You know, okay, we started moving from, you know, hey, you're gonna look. We're selling a permit, um, you know, and people want to see what kind of sheep are on the mountain, either dead or alive. Um, but you know, so you know, here to Ron Carey says, I want to see more live sheep, and I respected that. So you know, like I say, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, um, interesting thing, you know, but. You know, here is you know you're you're in the in the media game big time, and you have a following that that is notable. Um, as we were you know kind of learning the social media game, I'm complete novice. We, I hire people to do it because I don't know Ellen, but it was fairly interesting. We uh, we hired a firm. Uh, when when I first moved the the headquarters of Wild Sheep Foundation from Cody to, to to Bozeman, and and part of the reason for that was to get around some very dynamic people and dynamic companies that are here. It, Bozeman's kind of the epicenter now of you know, the hunting industry in many in many ways, at least from the product standpoint. And um, I, I hired this media company to help us because I you know honestly didn't didn't know what we were doing. And I said, you know, we got to get our conservation message. You know, we do all this good work. We got to get that message out. And 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 Robbie, we hired this firm. We we paid them for a year. And at the end of the year, they came back and gave the report. Now I'm giving them all this direction to show conservation content mm -hmm. and our mission and all this. I would have hated to have been that guy that gave that presentation because it really sucked. I mean, <laughs> you know, our our engagement, you know, was you know, was here and then just precipitately dropped down to, you know, terrible. And except these few little blips you'd see, and I, you know, I'm asking this guy, and I won't use his name. He's a great guy. And he could have told me what we were going to get. But um, I said, so, so what, what are these blips on the positive? And he says, well, that's when you're showing either a big live sheep or a big dead sheep. But that's, that's what your members want to see. They want to see Heck either yeah. a real big live sheep on the hoof, or they want to see some hunter, you know, who's taken an exceptional ram. And, and you know, I, I get it. But our conservation message, uh, you know, it's like, well, eh, no, not so interested. So it's kind of a kind of a, 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 a funny deal. 
Yeah, it is. It is a funny deal. And I think, you know, as a hunting audience that wants to watch hunting content, I would say you're in the same camp. I'm in the same camp. I think hunters like watching kill shots. Yeah. It's just inherent to the activity. It's the finality of the of the adventure, the finality of the purpose. It's part of the deal. However, I also understand that we live in a very, very different time today. That anything can be captured, shown, shared across the internet, across social media, and it can go around the world in two minutes or less. And certain things can hurt us um, that we put out there because we quote-unquote like it. (laughs) So to that point, I then also understand, yes, I would love to see a case-by-case part of like, show this kill shot, don't show this one. But then again, you're going to have, someone's going to say, well, why did I not make it? Right. And then you have to explain. And there's, when you, when it comes to explanations, sometimes you have to have rules and hear the guidelines. As you said, you've been there, done that. And at the end of the day, is it less of a headache to just say, look, we don't need to show it. We're not going to show it. And in six months time, 12 months time, 18 months time, the ruckus and the furor or whatever it is has quietened to a gentle lapping wave on the side of the shore. And you look back and everyone has followed suit. Who knows? Yeah. It's going to be, and, and uh, you nailed well, it a little while ago. even anyone realize it. Here's the other thing. Here's the lot. I actually lied. It's not the last thing I said. Could you have implemented it without making it directive? And not said anything, and if had, would anybody have even noticed? Yeah, that's a that is a a great thought. Um and you know, on the films that we you know, that we produce, and you know, you look, we we um we did a, a, a film on the lesson one club kicked out. And, you know, the, the winner, the winner made a fabulous shot on his first doll sheep. And, you know, I mean, it was, um, you know, and I, and, and, and it was Rachel Attila was the guide and, and, and I, I think she went, shit, yeah, great shot. You know what I mean? And, and the whole, you know, I mean, I went, yes, you know, and it was, it went, and that, that was so, so, um, uh, demonstrative of that, of the impact of that film was, Boom! You know, you knew. Hey, he got it. Fabulous! And she goes, "Shit." Um, but even I'm, then, even if you, even if you just took, again, let's talk, do a through a thought process, right? Yeah. And and how people absorb and take messages. Take that con- that specific example. If if the film had blacked after the shot i.e. removed the kill shot, mm-hmm. and the only audio you heard was Rachel saying, shit, yeah, what a shot. Mm-hmm. I think you'd get the same reaction. I think you would too. I think you would too. And and in Selective, um, I saw about four different versions of it. Uh, 
yep, there was, you know, there was impact shot and it was, you know, quote unquote, a good one. Um, and I was chatting, you know, with, with my, my colleague and our director of marketing communications, Keith Balford. And he, he was really, uh, the, you know, the, the, the brainchild behind, Hey, I think we just have to do a yay or nay, a go, no go on this. Um, what a way for me to pass the buck, eh? Um, <laughs> But I said, hey, Keith, you know, we have this policy and we're now breaking our own policy. He goes, yeah, but it was a good shot. And I go, I know, but we're breaking our own policy. And so I went and actually visited with Jason. And I said, what if you did this, this, and that? And he, he kind of did. And then we did one more version and he did. And, and let me tell you what, Robbie, you, you see Jason and Dustin Rowe, you know, after a super hard, hard you know, nine days, eight, nine days of backpacking in Northwest Territories, uh, opportunities to take rams, opportunities to take a, a full curl ram, but a young ram with his bow at about three yards. And he passed. He said, no, nah, that's a young ram. Full curl? Legal? Not the right ram. Right. But, you know, and the whole, the whole, you know, the whole theme of the, 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 the film is, you know, what is a trophy? You know, what is selective harvest? Well, so that was, that was the you know, that's the essence of the film. And the end result is you see the celebratory uh, feelings of the hunter and the guide. Um, and, and it does fade to just a beautiful mountain sheen. You hear the shot. And the next thing you do is, you know, there is a beautiful imagery of Jason walking up to this grand 13-year-old doll ram. And yeah, ram's dead. You know it's dead. You just didn't need to see the shot. And, you know, to me, and I, you know, I'm sure there were a couple of people in the audience that we've showed it. We're going to show it again at the, uh, at, at the uh, in our full curl cinema uh, at the Sheep Show uh, in January. But, um, you know, we've, we showed it in July. We showed it uh, in Bozeman. We did another premiere late uh, August in Bozeman and the other one in Missoula. And, and I would argue that no one missed the kill shot. Yeah. Because it wasn't even there. And so mm -hmm. really good point that we probably could have just implemented this quietly. Yeah, um, you didn't need to say anything. And just go, hey, we're going to edit that out. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I know it's, it's already it's done, but two and a half years time you you then say hey do you know Is fyi that, yeah for two and a half years we've been not doing this yeah interesting and nobody said nothing right right there was not a not a word said and you know and it, and it will be interesting it's it's going to be i'm i'm really looking forward to feedback at the show um you know i'm and i'm so grateful to have this opportunity to be on your platform to talk about it because it's like i say i could i can i could make the argument on both sides um, I do think we're making the right move here. And I, and I think the, the, the biggest side is that, or, or point is, is that, you know, I wrote something back in 2005. It was the first hunt I've ever done with my father. He's not a, he's not a hunter. I didn't come from a hunting family. Well, happy was, birthday, by the way, to your father, 90, 91 years, years old. old, right? Yes. 91? 91. Hey. Ah. Uh, Blessed, you know, blessed. Every every minute I can spend with him is is uh, is time well spent. That's for sure. So, this was in 2005, and I asked my dad. I said, "Hey, I, I've got a hunt in New Zealand. Would you like to come with me?" I said, "We won't just hunt. We'll fly fish. We'll do wine tasting." And he says, "Well, I've never been on a hunt. 
I certainly like to fish, and I certainly like to drink wine. We could watch some rugby too. And so we came, and, and you know, I won't get too deep into that, but it was a fabulous, fabulous hunt. Uh, I took a, a red stag. He was with me. He was a part of it. Um, the outfitter uh, is the father of my godson, Shane Johnston, and he, he, he included my dad in such a fabulous way. You know, my dad felt, you know, you're going to need to stay here and, you know, you're going to watch this area. Gray and I are going to go, you know, I mean, he engaged my father. So my father was so into the, the, this hunt. And um, any event, I took a nice red stag. My dad was a part of it. Um, you know, we're, 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 we're back at the skinning shed and, and maybe my dad or it might've been Shane. He goes, you know, I, how many points does this thing have? And I had no idea. And I wrote an article on it and, and, and Robbie, the, the, the line that I wrote, and I've, I've used this very often. And that is that the essence of hunting is not measured by inches or points. But rather, in the spirit of the na uh, spirit of the chase and the noble nature of the game pursued, and that was the point I was trying to make on the fact that I'd I'd hunted this stag with my dad. That was that was the most important part of it. Yes, I took the animal. Yes, I've got a great mount of the animal. Yes, we got fabulous red deer venison. Um, but that wasn't the essence of the hunt. And I I, I think what we are trying to accomplish with this policy, which you've made a very good point. We probably should have just done it without a policy, um, is, is to focus on that essence of the hunt. Um, and yes, we know that, you know, uh, death is a part of it without question. That's what makes it so noble, um, that circle of life. But why don't we focus on the essence and not the impact? Well said. Well said. Thanks, Gray Thornton. It's a good Thank one. Thank you, Robbie. Well, that's it for today. Appreciate you listening, as always. Leave a review, share it with your friends, and most importantly, do what's right to convey the truth around hunting.